Republican president will make a triumphant return to the White House. And I wonder who that will be. Hey there, Patriots. I love him so much. I know you guys do too. Welcome. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. We're with the Freedom Force Battalion. We're, you can find all of our goodies over here on freedomforce.live. If you are new here, here's all of our social media. We're trying to be everywhere because it's a crazy day with uh, all that we get banned. But we look at all these events. Everything, we throw it all in this one big hopper and uh, we look at it in the light of God's word because this is biblical. It's a very good day. It's a very amazing day. And if you were awakened, just consider yourself one of the most fortunate people, one of the most blessed people in all the world that the Lord chose you to be awake in this day. Not only to, to live in this day, but also to be awake and in the fight alongside him. It's an amazing day. This is the, this is the, this is the big battle of, of good versus evil called Armageddon. And I talk about it in the book, uh, End Times and A Thousand Years of Peace. This is the truth. This is the end of them, not the end of us. It's the end of them and A Thousand Years of Peace for us. That is the truth of God's Word. I've been a missionary for many, many years teaching God's Word. And, And when I got a few pieces of the puzzle, I began to realize, hey, wait a minute. This is, uh, something different from what they've told us. They have seeded our thoughts that we were going to lose. The world was going to fall to the beast. The reality is we've already been under the thumb of the beast. The Bible says, God says in his word that we would be under their thumb, or he didn't say exactly the word thumb, under their control, under their power, until you see the woman in labor. And many of you have seen it already. This is the woman in labor. It happened September 23rd, 2017, and no doubt people are waking up all over the world. The Lord sent his angels to wake us up. So it's an amazing day to be alive. Don't forget, like, share, and subscribe, please. Make sure that we can help get this good news out because it seems like bad news spreads a lot faster. (laughs) So thank you for helping me to do this, and thank you for always jumping in here and sharing whatever information we have. I'm going to talk a little bit about that Hebrews passage I talked about yesterday, this amazing uh, promise for the millennial kingdom that you'll just going to love. We're going to talk about also Kanakoa the Great came out with this very um, difficult to read uh, substack about Hunter Biden and his uh, his niece. So I wanted to make sure you see that. Um, we're going to also talk about that President Trump talked about 9-11. And we're also going to talk about um, just lots of good things. So let's get going. Hang on real quick. Hang on. I'll be right back. It looks like our Wyoming patriots feel the same way we do. Fed up. Check it out. Fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. People were screaming so loud you couldn't even hear, hear her say, and the FISA court. 
and the FISA court. That's where they get the approval to spy on Americans and uh, and on our president. And just just a quick note that Christopher Ray is going to be on the hot seat this week before Congress. And I hope they have as much fun as they did this past week with that FBI spokesman because. He can't really just say, well, I don't know. It's going to be much harder for him to say, I don't know, and I'm not in a position to say. He's probably going to be like, oh, that's an <laughs> ongoing investigation. Anyway, check it out. We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates. The CDC, the NIH, the WHO, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci. and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Pelosi. We're fed up with the January 6th Commission and those people who think that they can gaslight us. And we're fed up with Liz Cheney. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Thank you, MAGA party, whatever it was. That, that, that Thank you so much for this that wonderful woman in Wyoming who's going to beat the pants off of Liz Cheney. It's going to be epic. Epic. So fun. It's really fun to win. All right. So uh, the next thing I wanted you to see was not uh, was what President Trump said yesterday. They were, you know, he's he is um, uh, promoting all these golfers and the and the the PGA is like, I guess it's the PGA is saying, you know, if you're going to go to that one, you can't play with us. And they're like, what is the problem with you people? You know, what? why are you trying? We're the entertainers, basically. We're the, the talent. We're the, the, the competitors. Why are you trying to, to box us out and cancel us if we have anything to do with President Trump? So dumb. Anyway, so yeah, so they were, there's a big, big money, uh, pot for them to to go and compete for and so they went anyway they're like you know what if we're gonna have to choose we'll go ahead and choose with trump amazing yeah um he defends hosting gold rush live i love that live or live i love that live (laughs) everything that he touches it's about living it's about truth Oh, I love it. His uh, gold tournament for his Saudi friends and shakes hands with uh, MBS, um, uh, Ben Ben Salman, as in the, the, the prince of Saudi Arabia, his personal banker at his Bedminster club to the fury of 9 11 families. The, the 9 11 families know that we've been lied to. The 9-11 families know all too well we've been lied to about what truly happened on 9-11. Some people may not be aware because it's just, it's a very, very difficult red pill to swallow. But yeah, so he, uh, they, they're trying to come out and say, how dare he, how dare he have in, any involvement with, with, uh, with these people because of what they did on 9-11. Let me just tell you something. The truth is, it was an inside job. And President Trump almost says it. Check it out right here. 
with the city of New York. Yeah. You, of all people, understand the passion surrounding 9-11. What do you say to those family members who prote protested earlier this week and will be doing so again on Friday? Well, nobody's gotten to the bottom of 9-11, unfortunately, and they should have, as to the maniacs that did that horrible thing to our city, to our country, to the world. Nobody's gotten to the bottom of it. We will get to the bottom of it, and this is one of the main things that he's going to do is all of these e evil things that the cabal has done and they blame someone else. He's going to get to the bottom of it. We will <laughs> mark, uh, make no mistake about it. He, president Trump knows. And he even knew that day. He said he knew that the, that, uh, the world trade center was built like a tin can. It was, it, you couldn't do that. And, and that kerosene, the, uh, fuel airplane fuel does not melt steel. He knew that. And on that day, you know, he, he, he was out there, uh, you know, trying to get, you know, trying to get the truth out and also to support the, the victims and all that on that day. And he is not going to let this this stand, it is going to be resolved. And if you don't know about this, definitely go on to um, uh, uh, YouTube, uh, maybe some bit shoot, I don't know, on Rumble. There, look up the video. Everything is a rich man's trick. It's a three and a half hour video. It goes into excruciating detail on what really happened to JFK. And it goes into what happened on 9-11. So you, it would, it's a lot of time, but it is something very, uh, very important. It's a very big, big red pill. And surprisingly, it's still over on YouTube. I'm, sh I'm a little bit surprised, but it's there. Um, so, um, I would definitely put that on my list to watch and to soak in the truth about what really happened, what has been happening to our country for so, so long. President Trump knows and the white hats know, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. That's what he was saying. No one ever has until him. He's going to get to the bottom of it. All right, so then this is the newest thing that just came out in the past couple of days that these text messages have been exposing uh, the truth about the big guy. If you remember at the debate where President Trump was against Biden, um, he said, you, you're the big guy, right? You're the big guy. And so that is they always called him the big guy because they didn't want anyone to know that he was the, that it was Joe Biden, who was the, was the, the person behind Hunter. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that one out, but now they have two text messages that pair, that prove it, that he, that Joe Biden is the big guy, the, the man uh, who, behind all of their, um, um, uh, dealings with China or Russian oligarchs or, or Ukraine or any of it. It's, and he's the big guy. So check it out what uh, Amanda DeMine says. Well, look, this new communication is really a bombshell and it comes from a whistleblower who has gone to the Republican congressional investigators who are looking into Hunter Biden's laptop. And it's from James Gillier, former special forces uh, from in the UK, uh, links to the UK intelligence. He's uh, heard here talking to another of uh, Hunter's associates about the New York Post story, which had just come out that day in October 2020. Uh, blowing the first story that we had on the laptop. And they're panicked, they're discussing it. What are the implications? Uh, is Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Joe's campaign going to throw us under the bus? And James Gillier responds, 
basically with scenarios saying, no, the big guy is not going to throw us under the bus effectively. He refers to Joe Biden as the big guy. So there you go, guys. So he was outed. He was outed as the big guy. I'll read this out to you. I don't see how that would work for them. I think in the scenario that he wins, that would just be uh, just leave sleeping dogs lie. If they lose, honestly, I don't think that the big guy really cares about that because he's too busy focusing on the blank he's doing. And so he's talking about, they're talking about Joe uh, Joe in uh, his campaign. I'm sorry, let me start at the very beginning. Hunter and or Joe or Joe's campaign would try to make it, oh, we were never involved and try to basically make us uh, collateral damage. And then James Gillier said, oh, the big guy wouldn't do that. He's too busy with the other things. So, yeah. So this is just uh, the sort of clinching moment that we needed to say, uh, corroborate what Tony Bobulinski has already told us, which is that, yes, Joe Biden is the big guy who was in the laptop receiving 10% of one of the biggest deals that Hunter Biden. You see that 10 hell, this was from uh, James Gilliard, but also J Tony Bobulinski had been a business associate for them until he realized what was going on and he pulled out and he's been exposing it. But they're like, oh, well, that's just hearsay. You're Maybe you're just mad because you, you know, lost out and they didn't want you to be in the business deal. No, now we've got evidence from people's text messages. Okay, and 10% held by H, as in Hunter, for the big guy. So there you go. We knew this, but it just you know, for people who are don't <laughs> you don't who really need the proof. Now you can send them that copy of these text messages, and they can see. Okay. Now um, here is a Canicoa the Great. He's got this whole Substack on uh, the sexually inappropriate relationship with Hunter Biden and his 14-year-old niece. His the 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 I think it was his brother-in-law, his his deceased brother the daughter of his deceased brother. This person is sick. I mean, it's sick for anyone, but it's just, it's just, it, it, when it's incestuous, it takes it to a, a different level, even, even more. It's awful. And I, I don't even want to read to you guys what it is. It's hard enough to just read it, but to read it out loud is more than I can, I can really do. While the band, the Biden family's shady Chinese business deals collapsed with the disappearance, disappearance and arrest of Hunter's CEFC China Energy Partners, Joe Biden, J Jill Biden, Jimmy Biden, Ashley Biden, Naomi Biden, Liz Secundi, Devin Archer, and Keith Ablo were all ignored Halley's jarring allegations that Hunter was blank with his deceased brother's daughter. She's trying to tell them and they don't want to hear it. They're like, oh, this, this can't be true. This is, let, let, you know, tell us this is not true. And then we can tell her that she, how could, how dare she say such a thing, right? So he's got this whole newsletter. I'll make sure you have this link. I always put these in the social media. Like I was saying over here, when you go here, you go to the social media, um, you'll be able to see all these links right here. Everything I'm talking about is going to be on this video as well as, um, I will call this one fed up, fed up. Um, I think, I don't think I have another one called fed up anyway. So, uh, we'll call it freedomforce.live slash fed up now. Um, and I'll have all these links, but Kanakoa is a really good one to, to follow. So here are more. This is so disgusting, y'all. It's just hard for me to, to read this stuff out loud. Um, anyway, so in violation of Delaware's mandatory reporting law for child sexual abuse, the Biden laptop reveals how the Biden family, a disgraced business partner, and the first son's former psychiatrist failed to report Hallie Biden's allegations that Hunter was sexually inappropriate with the 14-year-old niece. So it's got 
all this information about that, all these text messages back and forth where they're just disgusting. It's just, it's just disgusting. But anyway, so you can see that. And also that it's got the, the video link actually... <laughs> And I would encourage you to get this quick because I hope Kanakoa is going to replace this with maybe a, an, uh, not the YouTube link because another video has already been taken down off of YouTube. But here, the, you know, the spy chief of China, uh, all this information that's, that's exposing how they were involved in financial dealings and that China owns the Biden family, the Biden crime family, whether, and also the Russian oligarchs on them and the, <laughs> it's all this Ukraine stuff. So, um, so definitely go and look at it and maybe make copies of it because who knows if they might take, because Kaneko is really good at getting this information. I'm sure they're not happy with him at all. Um, all right, so, um, okay, so yeah, I'm not going to read all this. I'm just, it's just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, but I will, I do want to take you to the bottom of it. After all of this, he goes into um, more about... Um, such a strange thing that Hallie Biden was saying was talk. They have a they have a a, a child sex abuse hotline group to to help children who've been abused. That's what they always do, y'all. They always create a foundation to help the very things that they are guilty of, and so people are actually giving them money. They're giving them money, and it's, they use it as a money making scheme too. I mean, this is straight from the pits of hell. Okay, so be very careful who you uh, support because many of these are involved are with the very thing that they say they're fighting, the child sex trafficking. Okay, um, I, I really you know, encourage you to go to um, oh just just anyway, I'll, uh, what is her name? Ah, her name just escaped me. But anyway, really great patriots who are out there fighting against the child sex, tra sex trafficking. I will put this all into freedomforce.live slash fed up. Okay, so then here is a, the Biden voicemail. Let me, let me actually go ahead and play this one. I think this is just a 25 second one. That's weird. There's no volume. That's weird. Okay, hang on. Maybe I, maybe it'll play here. Hey, Palace Dad, it's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. This is how crime families work. They're, they're always looking at It's a tangled web they are weaving because they have to always cover their tracks and they use their friends in the media to do it. All right, so here, and this is the other part that Kanakoa found. He says the retaliation of the Chinese in the ouster and arrest of the U.S. suspected CIA operatives inside of China. That was a huge bombshell. So he's on, as he's going into all these emails, he is uncovering all of this data. And I want to show you where you can find all of this, go to BidenLaptopEmails.com, BidenLaptopEmails.com. 
emails.com. Here are the 128,000 emails from the Biden laptop, which is a modern Rosetta Stone of white and blue color crime under the patina of the Delaware way. Prior to the discovery of the Rosetta Stone, a number of ancient languages were mere gibberish and hash marks. Similarly, the emails on the Biden laptop illuminated previously convoluted webs of the people you see leading the charge for global governance. Truly, the emails can be considered a translation tool for open source intelligence gathering. So this 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 laptop helps you to connect like for example who's the big guy you know who are all these players because they use they use code they and you don't know who who these different ones are or what the operation is and so this laptop of hunter biden exposes that and here are the are 128,000 emails and that's what's so great about Kanakoa he has the stomach for it to go into this and and dig down to find this and he's finding this information and putting it out in an easily digestible format for us. So I'll read this whole thing. Ugh. Okay. Um, let me see. I can't even start at that spot, y'all. I'm sorry. I just can't deal with it. Dealing with the aftermath of the abduction and likely assassination of my business partner of the richest man in the world, the arrest and conviction of my client, the chief of intelligence and the, uh, the People's Republic of China by the U.S. government, the retaliation of the Chinese in the ouster and arrest of the U.S. suspected CIA operatives inside China, my suspected involvement in brokering a deal with Vladimir Putin directly for the largest sale of oil and gas assets inside Russia to China, and a tax bill that Eric left hanging over my my business and dad's running for president <laughs> i mean this is the crime family this is a this is a mafia crime family and that is controlled by uh the ccp okay and the, and the russian oligarchs all right so um i will make sure that you guys have that definitely just go to kanakoa k-a-n-e-k-o-a dot substack dot com and then just you can search um his uh his his site for, uh, this, uh, anything about Hunter Biden. Okay. All right. So I'm going to keep going this, the also, uh, this was on, uh, Ashley found this, look at all this cash. That's cash from, I don't even, let's see from where, um, Ethiopia, that's Ethiopia cash. And guess who was carrying it? Guess who was moving it, moving around these giant boxes of cash, the Red Cross. International Red Cross. That's what they do. They smuggle money. And who's going to open blood? Boxes of blood. But that's what they do. That's exactly what they do. The Ethiopian Federal Police announced the seizure of more than 8.8 million burr, which is about $167,000 of cash at the Serdo Checkpoint, a far state, from a truck with the flag of the International Committee of the Red Cross en route from Addis Ababa to Tigray State in convoy with humanitarian aid. It's anything but humanitarian, right? They're robbing from the people. It's just, you and I would never think of such a thing, okay? Think, you gotta think more evil, right? The ICRC has already issued a statement in connection with the incident condemning the smuggling of cash and other prohibited items as a part of a humanitarian convoy, noting that the truck and driver were commercially hired and the ICRC had nothing to do with the money. Mm -mm, No, of course they didn't, right? All right, so then this is the other thing. They are finding new ways to cheat. If they can't cheat in all the other ways that they've done all these years, if we're shutting them down here, then they're going to open up a door there. They now have a lovely cheat van. <laughs> it's like it's it's not a drop box, it's a drop van. So this guy right here is pulling up. I guess it looks like he's on a motorcycle and he's 
got the presence of mind somehow to make a video of this thing. I love Patriots. They're always on it. <laughs> And then they share this wildly, and th this guy had no idea he was going to be plastered all over uh, the internet. This is in, in Michigan, I think it is. Yeah. Check it out. What is this? For what? Vote for what? Election. What election? For just for Racine? Uh, state elections. State elections. Do I need my ID or anything? Do I need identification? I don't have that. Is it for mayor? No, the mayor's not on this ballot. What's what's on this ballot? What's on this ballot? This is primary, primary governors, senators. Okay. Oh, that's a sample? Oh, okay. So they're just driving it around to collect ballots. Yeah, it's illegal. And I guess you notice the guy had red shoes. Now, you know, this guy may just be a useful idiot, and he doesn't realize he's breaking federal law, you know, that they're, 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 the, there's laws on the books against this, but they always know that their cronies are going to keep them out of trouble. And uh, they'll say, oh, they're trying to stop us from being able to, you know, the power for people to vote, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, this is a big, this is a, a big find. Thank you so much for, for exposing this Carly Bonet and, and uh, Greg Phillips and Ultra Peppy Lives Matter. Everybody's on it. So that was, that was a good find in case you had missed that. Now, everybody knows that they're changing the definition of recession. So dumb, and even this guy was—I can't remember his name—but he was—he's a—he's a, a financial expert, and he's always used this word recession always. And they blocked his post. Twitter blocked his post. He said, "What type of 1984 dystopian novel are we a part of?" And uh, I was like, the other day I was watching a video. This guy says, "When let's make 1984." A, a, a movie again instead of reality okay anyway so he he put it out there that this is this is uh this is not the true definition of recession okay so and they also changed the word definition they literally changed the definition of definition and they said oh it's fluid it's fluid it's something that it's 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 changes with with our you know our passing years and our time and the definitions are uh, our, our, our fluid uh understanding of certain words i'm telling you it's, it is 1984 so big. Now, if you're not familiar with that movie, it takes a minute to kind of grapple with what they're doing, but man, it's such a good, it's a good movie. And I really would encourage you guys to try to you know, gut your way through it. <laughs> I'm talking to you, mom, because I know mom was like, this movie's too dark, you know, but it's, it's helping us to understand what they're doing. They, when people say Orwellian or Orwell, this is 1984 was by Orwell. And so he's basically letting us know they will change the, the, the meanings of words. They'll try to make you feel like you're crazy. If you say, no, that's not the word. That's what the, not what the word means. That's not what or recession means. That's not what Christian nationalist means. You know, that's not, but this is what they did in the movie to poor Winston, who was like two plus two equals four. And he was getting punished and tortured because he would not just acquiesce and submit to their, uh, to their lies. So check it out. Concede reality, Winston. It needs an act of self-destruction. 
Do you remember writing in your diary? Freedom is the freedom to say two plus two I'm sorry, I'm afraid y'all can, probably can't even hear it. It says, did you remember writing in, in your diary, the freedom means the uh, freedom to say two plus two equals four? Equals four. How many fingers am I holding up? Four. How many fingers am I holding up? Four. Five. There are five. And how many? You're lying. How many fingers, please? He asks him again. Four. What else can I say? Four. What else can I say? Five. Anything you like. Five. Anything you like. Just, just make the pain stop, right? And so that's where a lot of people have, for one reason or another, not been willing or able to stand up and go, No! This is not the way you do elections. No, this is not the way you uh, that we run our government. No, FBI. This is not the this is not the way we run justice in our country. No, this is not the way we run our border. And that's what uh, somehow God gave us a backbone, and He made us to be able to stand up and say no in in your school board, in your city council, in your in the in local or or worldwide. We're standing up and we're speaking out. And I'll tell you, it's you catch a lot of grief. And you may lose friendships, you may lose relationships, but I'm going to show you at the end of this video how don't worry, just keep fighting because everyone's going to come back together. This is what God's word says. Okay, so don't, I know it's, 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 it's discouraging and you want, you know, to be everything to be peaceful in your family and peaceful in your relationships, but it's, it's going to, it's going to be okay. Okay. Just hang in there. I'm so glad we're here together on the Freedom Force Battalion because we're just all <laughs> getting through this together, but we're going to stand up. And this is from the famous verse, Revelation 11, 11, God breathed life into them and they stood up. They stood up. That's what we're doing. And it's so difficult when you're, it's like, <laughs> we just want the pain to stop. So just, but we got to keep fighting. We cannot give into this madness. I mean, we're run, this country's run by psychos. All right, so then this is just like our wonderful uh, Tina Peters. Amazing Tina Peters. Definitely go and, and support her. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. Such an amazing patriot. This woman has uh, has just a backbone of steel. I'm so, so proud of her. Of course, our wonderful patriot Mike Lindell is helping to support her. I, she They said if... Uh, they, uh, that she lost her election, of course, of course, she knew that that's what they were going to do. And then they said, um, it's going to do a recount is going to be $250,000. And guess what? Cause Jenna Griswold, the secretary of state, which we've got to get secretaries of state that are not controlled by Soros. But anyway, Jen, and Jenna Griswold, just, I don't know if you knew this, she's over all the other secretaries of state throughout the country. Okay. So somehow or another, this evil person has been put in this very key position to control the elections in not only Colorado, but really throughout the whole country. And so now she's been exposed. This was gigantic bombshell that happened this week. So they went to do the recount. She didn't figure in the world that they would come up with the $250,000, but so many of us have been sending money over there. Plus I feel very sure that Mike Lindell, I'm sure put whatever he made up the difference as, as always, he always is there to help to make sure that we've got our country. 
telling you, uh, what a, a patriot. You just never heard of a patriot like him in the world. Anyway, so so this is what happened. Um, they test. Okay, the first thing they had to do was they had to test the machine with not even the real. Uh, votes, ballots. So they were just testing the machine just to see what type of error rate. And it was over 50%. It was actually, Gateway Pundit said it was 60% errors. And that, that blew up in their face. That blew up in their face that their whole, their whole Dominion machines are riddled with errors and intentionally corrupt, really. You know, at this point they're like, oh, well, they're just filled with errors. Whatever way we got to do to get rid of them is is all <laughs> all I'm really worried about at this point. Oh my gosh, Jenny Griswold was so so mad. So now they have to do a hand recount. They have to do a hand recount because clearly they cannot go with these machines that are riddled with errors. And it's only like eight thousand votes. It's not something you know, we, we could. Let's all just sit here and get done. Get it done. We could get it done in no time. Okay. So and then I love Tina Peters is giving glory to the Lord for for exposing this Dominion debacle. So good. If you want to see this, this is on. Uh, I'll put put it on the links. But um, you'll see the Rumble here. She, of course, she was on the the War Room, and uh, they're on um, yeah this um, on the Truth Social. Yeah. They're they're using the actual ballots, but they could be using test ballots. But get this, and Dominion, two Dominion employees are on site. Yes. We're on site for this to do some pre, uh, some programming that they're charging us for. So it's like having the fox in the hen house, wouldn't you say? Well, in the world where the Dominion people need to come over and do any kind of... I would of, definitely say that. Any kind, a, do you consider this... Any kind of fiddling with any machine. These machines are so corrupt, there's not even words to say. And this is, goes back to Winston from this movie from 1984. We're like, no, this is wrong. This is fraudulent. This is corrupt. And we're not going to take it anymore. We're fed up. We're not doing it. We're not, we're not just going to sit down and go, okay, well, that, that's a, it's a, what you say. Okay. Four, two plus two is five. We're not doing that. We're just not going to do it. So don't forget to support my uh, mypillow.com. Go to mypillow.com slash Melly. And so get things. If you've got presents to get, whatever. If you want the softest bed in the world, you've got to get this topper or even a whole mattress. There's, it's just, I was thinking about that when I woke up this morning. I'm like, it's so soft. I love this bed. Um, and the wonderful sheets, you know, I'm just so thankful to have these wonderful sheets. So definitely go to mypillow.com slash Melly. Support Mike Lindell as he again plunked down another who knows how much to get this done amazing patriot. Now, let's go to Hebrews. I shared this video uh, yesterday, a little a little clip from Bible Gateway. I want to make sure that you guys know this. When you go to BibleGateway.com and you scroll all the way to the top, you can see, let's see, where are you going? it's actually, let me, let me change it to a different version real quick. I don't think that the, the, they have the, um, the New Living uh, version in the, where you can see that we do the audio, but this one, look right here. You see this, this right here, this little audio, it will just sit there and read it to you. Hebrews eight. Now the main point of what we are saying is this. Okay. So it'll read it to you. It's so wonderful. I love this. It makes it so nice when you're driving around town. Here's, um, you know, you just, you know, want to make the most of your time. So here it's got all the different versions, NIV, NKJV, which is New King James. Oh, here's one NLT. Breathe. The okay. Gospel of Mark. 
He's got a very interesting accent. All right, so yeah, so you can listen to that. I'm going to put it back on New Living Translation because I just like the way it reads. It's just so easy to understand. But um, this is an amazing promise, and it's about the millennial kingdom. It's about this 1,000 years of peace that we're headed toward. Again, don't forget, you can go to, uh, when you go to freedomforce.live, and you can go to... um, the, the books here, here are the end times books right here. End times books. I have the audio books on here also. So you can listen to me, read it. And you can also, um, get, listen to it on biblegateway.com. You just listen to the, the scripture verses. All right, come on. Is it spinning? Now it's spinning. All right. So this is where you've got the two books, end times and a thousand years of peace. And you've got end times, major clues from minor prophets. The, the reality is, I don't know if anybody else who's like talking about this. Um, actually, Enlo might be. I don't, I, I'd love for us to get together to talk about this. And because uh, I think more and more are realizing this is something else is going on, but I still hear so many people saying it's we're, we're falling to the beast. It's not true. Don't get sucked into that. It's not true. Anyway, so here you can go uh, look uh, and read like four chapters of it for free. It's just $2.99 though on um, Amazon. So that one, as well as major clues from minor prophets. Okay. So let's see. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's that. So it'll show you the, the chapter, all that. Now, so I was going to show you in Hebrews where it talks about this millennial kingdom. So it's all throughout God's word. It's not just in one place or two. It's all throughout that we're moving toward this day. And that's what this chapter in Hebrews is talking about, is that God is moving us ever slowly, now quickly really, to this day of peace on earth, a thousand years of peace. And this different covenant, okay? Let me read it to you and then I'll try try to put it in a nutshell. Okay, um, for um, let me back up. Let's see. So let me back up. Let's see. Now, the main point of what we are saying is this. We do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven and who serves in the sanctuary, the true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not by a mere, hu- a mere human being. So he is our, our Lord Jesus is the high priest. He's the one who, 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 uh, makes sure to bring us to God, to, to connect us to God and to remove our sins. That's what the point of a priest is. Okay. Don't think of maybe the, yes, Catholic priest, but think of maybe the old Testament priests where they would do the sacrifice of the, of the bull or the lamb or the goat. And it would be to remove, they put their hand on the head of the animal. And then they would say, we're transferring our sins to this animal and that we are now, uh, our sins are forgiven. Our sins are, are, have been punished. And our Lord Jesus was the one who was punished in our place. So the Lord is not going to punish us and our Lord Jesus. Anyway, he is our Lord. Jesus is the high priest. He's appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. And so it was necessary for this one also to have something to offer. If he were on earth, he would not be a high priest. If our Lord Jesus was here on earth, he would not be a priest for there are already priests who offer the gifts prescribed by the law. They serve at a sanctuary that is a copy and shadow of what is in heaven, that God is trying to put heaven on earth, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth. Always keep that in your mind that the Lord is putting, bringing heaven to earth. And obviously the thing is to push out this darkness. And back in the day of like the Noah, the flood, 
everybody was doing this evil. They had all fallen to this evil. And now little by little, we, the world has been filled with people who recoil at work at worshiping Satan. It's only a small portion and they know this, the bad guys know this. And so they have to just basically keep people uh, brainwashed because they know that most people will not worship Satan. They won't do these evil sacrifices. Okay. So the Lord is is slowly getting rid of this evil, purging the world of this evil. That's what this is all about. Um, this is what this final battle is all about, is to finally, there's a small number of them and we can get them and out. They'll be punished. Okay. And, and away from us. So um, they serve in this in the, the copy uh, on earth from what is a copy of what is really in heaven. The reality is in heaven and we're bringing this to earth, okay? That is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. See that you make everything according to the pattern that you saw on the mountain. The pattern that you saw in heaven, we want to we want to duplicate that on earth, okay? But in the in fact, the ministry of Jesus has received uh, a superior, I'm sorry. The ministry Jesus has received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is a mediator is superior to the old one, since the new covenant is established on better promises. So back in the day, they would they would follow these rituals and they would do the the sacrifices and they would you know follow and it was a good picture of 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 what is in heaven. But the Lord says, you know, that one is just was just a a temporary. um, a temporary one. Now I'm going to, I'm going to show you the, the, the one I've been working toward because humanity wasn't ready for this at that time. But now humanity is, humanity is ready to move into this day. You might think, well, no, people are so bad. No, they're not doing, they're not doing this stuff. Okay. People are deceived. They're not evil. Okay. That's, there's a big difference. I think that'll really help your heart when you're talking with someone is that you're not thinking that they're doing something evil. I'm not talking about shifty shift and all that. Those people are evil. I'm talking about your regular neighbors, your family members, your friends. They are, many of them are deceived. They've been tricked, but they're not doing the evil. Okay. Hope that helps. Um, so the Lord says he was going to move to society where we we are not, we don't want to, we're not following Satan. Okay. For if there had been nothing wrong with the first covenant, no place would have been sought for another, but God found fault with the people and said, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. He couldn't make it then because the people weren't ready. Okay. But now he says, we are ready. Humanity is ready. And, and Q's even said this on the board that, uh, you know, that, um, trust humanity. He said that. He said that on the board, trust humanity. Humanity is not going to put up with this evil. They're not going to tr- put up with, we're fed up. <laughs> okay. Um, look at the people. See how the people are just like not having it. The ones who are awake and realize they're like pushing back. Um, I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they did not remain faithful to my covenant and I turned away from them, declares the Lord. It's because they were, they still had that slave mentality that, that, uh, that, that they had too much of this darkness still in them. And the Lord had to remove them from the land of Israel to, to, to remove the darkness from them. They had to be, they had to be punished. They had to be separated. And this is, I talk all about this in the book and times major clues from minor prophets. I, you know, this is, this was the unfortunate situation that they had to be 
punished. Just as if you have a child who's wayward and difficult, sometimes they have to go to a time out, okay? There has to be something serious that happens to root that evil out of them. And that's what the Lord has been doing all this time. It has taken thousands of years. Now, uh, he says, um, this is the covenant though. I will establish with the people of Israel. In other words, God's people with his people, with the ones who want to obey him. Think of Israel, not as a little middle a country in the Middle East. Think of the, uh, those who have the same faith as Abraham, that we are, we are just wanting to obey God and do the right thing. And many people wouldn't even necessarily even say God. They would just say, I'm just trying to live a good life. Okay. And that the Lord is able to see through what maybe we can't see through anyway at, at, after that time declares the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. This is where we've moved as a, as a, as a, as humanity. The people, you know, we've talked to people all over the world, people on our Freedom Force Battalion. I know so many of you from everywhere and you just want everyone to have peace and freedom and just even the ones who are, who are out and maybe they're fighting for something they don't, they don't know. They're just deceived. So don't be thinking that they're our enemy. They're not. The enemy is the actual ones who are at the top who are leading this cabal. Okay. Now. This is so beautiful. You got to catch this. This is so cool. I will put my law, my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. In other words, justice and freedom and love and fairness and equity and all that. I will be their God. They will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they all will know me. From the least to the greatest, I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. This is what the Lord says we're moving toward, you guys. This is the millennial kingdom, a thousand years of peace on earth. How do we get that thousand years of peace? It's because everyone's going to know him. I was just talking to someone the other day, and they're like, but, oh, I'm so afraid because, you know, God is, you know, the, the people need to get ready. They need to repent. They need to turn to God because, you know, he's, they're, they're going to end up in the abyss. No, the ones who are going to end up in the abyss are the Satan worshipers. Those are the ones who are going to be cast out, not our loved ones, not the people that, that are, have just been brainwashed. Look what it says, because normally you'd be like, I've got to tell my neighbor, I've got to tell my, uh, my loved ones, whatever it says. They would no longer teach their neighbor to, uh, or say to know the Lord. We don't have to do that because everyone's going to know the Lord. Everyone will know him from the least to the greatest. I didn't write that, you guys. That's in your Bible. That's in Hebrews chapter 8. And it's actually, he's um, the writer of Hebrews, which we don't know exactly who wrote it. But anyway, it was the Hebrews are the, the Israelite people. This was written to the Israelite people all over the world. This, uh, the known world at that time. But he is writing this. He is quoting Jeremiah 31. This is exactly what it's talking about. Those who survive the coming destruction will find blessings even in the barren land, for I will give rest to the people. Long ago, the Lord says, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love, with an unfailing love. I have drawn you to myself. I will rebuild you, my virgin Jerusalem. You'll be happy and dance merrily with tambourines. Again, you will plant your vineyards on the mountains of Samaria and eat your own gardens there. Look at that. The day will come when the watchmen will shout, from the hill country of Ephraim, come, let us go to Jerusalem to worship the Lord our God. Everyone's going to know him. And then the, the farther down here, um, I should, 
probably do a whole thing on Jeremiah. It's so, so, so good. Here it is in 33. But this is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after those days. I will put my instructions deep within them. I will write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. And they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their relatives. Say, you should know the Lord for everyone from the least to the greatest will know me already, says the Lord. And I will forgive their wickedness and I will never again remember their sins. So Hebrews is quoting this passage of where the Lord is moving humanity to this day when there's under a new covenant where we will have this his law his his righteousness his freedom his justice all these good things written on our hearts now when our lord jesus was was here and he sent the holy spirit um when he you know after he ascended he sent the holy spirit they were given the Holy Spirit to dwell within them in a different way so that they would be able to, to speak his words and, and, uh, and, uh, obey him. We have just a different level of power. Now that's really the, the beginning of this new covenant, but this is the fulfillment where the Lord is moving. Humanity is where everyone, the gospel has been preached to all the world so that we have people who uh, walk in his ways all over the world. And we won't have to tell them it's really the end of, of preaching the gospel. <laughs> Really? Because you don't have to tell someone to know the Lord. They will all know him. That's what it says, you guys. They'll all know him from the least to the greatest. Everyone's going to know him because he will be the king of the world. It says in Obadiah, and the Lord himself will be king. It says in Zephaniah, uh, the, and uh, I, I will dwell within, with them. Um, what does it say? Um, I think it's Zephaniah chapter 5, that I will, I will live among them. I will live among them. They'll all know him. And we're not going to have this deal where there's just so much of this. Uh, the evil will be gone. It says we'll look for our enemies and we will not be able to find them. So when you lay hold of these promises that this is the day that's coming, the evil will be gone and we'll have peace on earth for a thousand years. It's not just a book title. This is the promise. It's in God's word. And they didn't want us to even begin to think of that. And that's why so many people who are, are still teaching this wrong thing that we're falling to the beast. And it's not true. It's not true. This is the, the day when we saw this sign in the heavens, when we saw the sign that I was showing you earlier, <laughs> I've already got off the screen. But when we saw this sign in the heavens, this was the sign that is the end of them. And the beginning of a thousand years of peace for us. This is the woman in labor. And they're in terrible panic. I talk about this in, in the books. And, and it's clear, clear, clear as a bell. All right. So I want you to see that. I want you to it really roll that around in your mind. And start to, uh, to really lay hold of that. And believe. And to receive that truth. That this is where we're headed. Um, and so that you don't fall prey to, a victim to this, uh, this negative. And just don't, don't let it. It's just, it's, it's, it's bad news. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too sad. It's too scary. To be honest, the Lord told Daniel what was going to happen and it was daunting and it, he couldn't eat. He couldn't sleep. He was just, he said, this is just too horrible that this, these evildoers will take over. Well, they have, they already have. They've been running the, uh, all this for so, so long. They've been getting away with all this evil for so long, but then Revelation 11, 11, God breathed life into us and we stood up and we're fighting back against them. And we have our wonderful commander in chief, President Trump. We're going to put a stop to this. Okay. So I want you to see that this is again, Roman, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter eight. No longer will they need to teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least to the greatest. I will forgive their 
their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Okay. So I want you to see that now. Um, uh, this was something so good. I got to do this one. This is, um, someone had written a letter to the unvaccinated because they know that we have just been lambasted and threatened and cajoled and, and bullied. And they realized that we were the ones who were standing up for what was true. Isn't this great? So check this out. I will say this. I did not write this. But somebody did. Susan, if it's you, this should be holding down a place in every textbook in the world in the future. And I'm going to read to you what I think is one of the most eloquently stated statements about what we have just been through and what we must all recognize is now the truth. And for those of you who have been watching The High Wire, this one's for you. Let this sink in. An opinion piece from a vaccinated Australian writer is what it's called. If COVID was a battlefield, it would still be warm with the bodies of the unvaccinated. Thankfully, the mandates are letting up and both sides of the war stumble back to the new normal. The unvaccinated are the heroes of the last two years, as they allowed us all to have a control group in the great experiment and highlight the shortcoming of the COVID vaccines. The unvaccinated carry many battle scars and injuries, as they are the people we tried to mentally break. Yet no one wants to talk about what we did to them and what they forced the science to unveil. We knew that the waning immunity of the fully vaccinated had the same risk profile as others within society as the minority of the unvaccinated, yet we marked them for special persecution. You see, we said that they had not done the right thing for the greater good by handing their bodies and medical autonomy over to the state. Many of the so-called health experts and political leaders in Australia admitted the goal was to make life almost unlivable for the unvaccinated which was multiplied many times by the collective mob, with the fight taken into workplaces, friendships, and family gatherings. Today, the hard truth is none of it was justified as we took a quick slide from righteousness to absolute cruelty. We might lay the blame on our leaders and health experts for the push, but each individual within society must be held accountable for stepping into the well-laid-out trap. We did this despite knowing full well that principled opposition is priceless when it comes to what goes inside our bodies and we let ourselves be tricked into believing that going into another ineffective lockdown would be the fault of the unvaccinated and not the fault of the toxic policy of ineffective vaccines. We took pleasure in scapegoating the unvaccinated because after months of engineered lockdowns by political leaders blinded by power, having someone to blame in turn to burn at the stake felt good. We believed we had logic, love, and truth on our side, so it was easy to wish death upon the unvaccinated. Those of us who ridiculed and mocked the non-compliant did it because we were embarrassed by their courage and principles and didn't think the unvaccinated would make it through unbroken, and we turned the holdouts into punching bags. Lambie, Carr, Chant, Andrews, McGowan, Gunner, and the other cast of hundreds in prominent roles. And we here in America, we could add Fauci and the rest of them and Biden in prominent roles need to be held to account for vilifying the unvaccinated in public and fueling angry social media mobs. The mobs, the masked Nazis, and the vaccine disciples have been embarrassed by betting against the unvaccinated because mandates only had the power we gave them. It was not compliance that ended domination by big pharma companies, Bill Gates and his many organizations and the World Economic Forum. It was 
thanks to the people we tried to embarrass, ridicule, mock, and tear down. It was not compliance that put a stop to these uh, mandates. It was us. It was you. You guys did this. We did this together, collectively, because we're like, no, we're not doing it. And, and we pushed back. And now the numbers prove it, that the ones who are sick are the vaccinated. And we still are catching the grief on social media. But, it, but at least the mandates and the mask mandates are not there because we stood up against it. Kudos. Congratulations. We should all try and find some inner gratitude for the unvaccinated as we took the bait by hating them because their perseverance and courage bought us the time to see we were wrong. So if mandates ever return for COVID or any other disease or virus, hopefully more of us will be awake and see the rising authoritarianism that has no concern for our well-being and is more about power and control. The war of the unvaccinated was lost, on the unvaccinated was lost. And we should all be very thankful for that. Isn't that great? We won that, that battle, you guys. It was a big battle. And I think that people will realize more now, hey, when, when, when we come up and say, no, we're not giving up our guns. No, we're not putting up with this election. No, we're just, we're standing and standing and standing. They're like, well, okay, they were right the other time. <laughs> Actually, this happened to me. My friend, years ago, literally when I first wake up, woke up, I was telling my, my friend, it's actually, I was telling her husband about, you know, what I had re been researching and, you know, they would just like kind of pat me on the head and like, and she just told me the other day, she's like, you know, we just thought, you know, Melissa's really smart, but has she like gone off her head? Has <laughs> she gone like crazy? And so now they're like, she was right about this and about the other and the other. And so there was something else that I was telling her. I said, no, something's, you know, she says, well, Melissa says this. And he said, just wait six months. It'll be true. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the nicest thing anybody in the world could ever say to me is you were right, right? And you guys were right. We were right. We're being vindicated. And that's what this letter is about. I just wanted you guys to hear that. I want you to hear uh, that and not to, uh, not to lose hope. We're winning. We're going to stand together. Okay. Um, and look at this little kid. This is a Greg Phillips. I think it's maybe his grandson. I don't know. He doesn't say who it is, but he said this is his why. Because everybody should have M&M donuts on their birthday. That's right. That's what humanity really is about. We all want happy, happy birthdays for everyone throughout the world. We want everyone to be well and happy and safe and, and, and have justice and peace. We want that for everybody all, all, all throughout the world. What a cute, what a beautiful light in this little child's eyes. This is what we're fighting for. This is what we're fighting for. You know, my, my beautiful grandchildren, um, we're fighting for them and we're fighting for the ones who hate us. <laughs> we're fighting for everybody. Look at this. I love this. Soon the world will thank you. One day soon, our loved ones will know that we were fighting for them. They will wake up and everyone will know the truth and we will be reunited. Isn't that great? That's what we've learned on the board. And more importantly, more importantly, we've learned it from God's word. The Lord has promised this in his word. He's given us a heavenly sign so that we would know that this is the day. There's, so do not worry, okay? We're going to get there. Don't forget to check out um, everything on my, my site, the, the, the books as well as the health. We've got to get our health back, okay? A lot of people are, and really, really good news um, about like, look at the, the health links. I need to actually add on there. The, the two herbs, I'm going to add that on there today. The herbs that have helped my friend, she's doing amazing. You guys, if we had not done the ladies, 
uh, mantle and the shepherd's purse, I'm thinking that she would still be clotting to this day. She could tell that immediately that day that she was, that this was drying up. So thankful. The Lord will guide us into all truth. He's guided me to all these wonderful uh, remedies. So many wonderful things that have uh, truly are uh, uh, helping people to be well. And so I just really encourage you to detox, to use products that are not um, toxic. Uh, get stay. I saw something else today about or yesterday about uh, some um, some some uh, sunscreen. You know, just don't use any of their stuff. Find out how to boycott them and use healthy healthy products for yourself and your family. Um, anyway, I just did a, another showed another video about about the plastics. I'm going to put that on here too. Just let's take hold of our health, everybody. And these are all wonderful places for you to get what you need. Wonderful CBD. You got to check that, um, uh, the cinnamon. It is so good. I'm going to have some as soon as I finish this video. All right, so let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you. We thank you that your promises are yea and amen, that, that nothing can stop what is coming because no, no one can stop your, your word. You put the sign in the heavens to, and it proves to us that this is, that this is, your, this is true. Your word is true. Every, you know, no matter what people say, no one could do the things that you do. And we, we put our trust in you. We thank you so much that you have promised this day when we will have peace on earth. We don't have to worry about our loved ones who are, who are uh, deceived. We just know that you will protect them. You're going to keep them safe and you're going to help all of us to come together, to be reunited and that we're going to, um, that, that everyone will know you from the least to the greatest. I just, I'm so thankful that we're going to get to live in a world like that. Help us to continue to stand, Lord. Help us to continue to, to stand up against any of this tyranny and for others to join us and say, we're all standing up together because we are not going to be, to live under their, uh, their, uh, uh, tyrannical rule. Um, thank you for our wonderful Mike Lindell. Thank you for wonderful Tina Peters and, and uh, just so many wonderful patriots on the front lines. We pray that you will bolster them and encourage them, provide every need. All the, all of your people who are running for political office, I pray that you would strengthen them and, and help them to win and to cast out these evildoers so they no longer have this power over us. And I thank you. We praise you. And I pray for all of our battalion. I pray that you would guide them on what to say, how to say it, where to post, everything that you want us to do, Lord. Uh, thank you that you've uh, given us your spirit, that you guide each one of us on what you want each one of us to do. What an honor. Thank you that you've uh, allowed us to be uh, be part of this great day, not only to be awake, but to fight alongside of you. And we praise you that everyone will know you. Everyone will know you from the least to the greatest. We cannot wait. And we pray all this in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. And I will talk to you later.